Welcome to More of You, the podcast. I'm Tiffany Moore of More of You, where we strive to bring more of you to life by providing practical skills and tips through our workshops, consulting services, and speaking engagements that help you to aspire and achieve your goals in corporate America. Whether you are a current college student, an aspiring professional, or you're 50 plus years into your career, we're here to help. If you'd like to hear more about the services we provide, please visit our website at www.moreofyou.com. And remember, that's M-O-O-R-E. In the meantime, we ask that you enjoy this podcast. Please like, share, and leave a comment. We'd love to hear back from you. Thanks and enjoy. There's many things that go into play of how women advance in corporate America, and I'm not going to negate those. There's things like, you know, recruitment efforts, promotions given, projects given, um, networking given, the good old boy network. All those things are are there. Today, we're going to talk about what as women do we or can we do to advocate for ourselves so that we can advance our careers in corporate America. And that's where imposter syndrome comes in. Um, One could say that one of the reasons why we don't advocate for ourselves is imposter syndrome. And what is it? So it's an internal experience of believing that you're not as competent as others perceive you to be. And so what that means is, and why it's called imposter syndrome, is that you believe that you're an imposter, that you're going to be made out, that you're not supposed to be in the role you're in or the project that you're on. Um, And so you self-doubt, you self-sabotage, and that could be a reason why we're not advocating for ourselves. And so perhaps you felt this way, and I will tell you, you're not alone, but it it is something that, you know, studies have shown, and this is an interesting, 75% of executive women report having personally experienced imposter syndrome at certain points in their career. And so although there may be points of having it, it doesn't mean you have to stay there. I myself have dealt with um, imposter syndrome. So, and even men have experienced um, imposter syndrome. However, um, studies have shown women tend to have it more um, than men. And so I wanna talk through what are some types. So there there have been studies that show there's five types of imposters um, and we're gonna walk through these. So the first one is the perfectionist. So this is, you know, you say, I should deliver a perfect performance 100% of the time. My work must always be A+. Um, And it's interesting, uh, a study has shown that women will look at a job description, and if they can't fill all the bullets of the job description, they don't apply. Men have actually glanced at the bullets and still apply. Um, And so... um, It's interesting to know that. So why do we do that? And that could be because of perfectionists. Um, But what if you take a step back, a lot of leaders who are posting job um, descriptions, we tend to put the most important descriptions first. Um, We realize we're going to put everything we want in the role. But if someone can fill all of those, then that's the purple unicorn. Um, And and so it's like, that's great, but I don't think I'm going to get that person. But I will you know, take a person that has the top three to five of the job description, because think about it, you want to go into a role and grow into that role, develop into that role. So if you can do all the things in it, then why is it a challenge or development opportunity for you? 
Um, and so that could be a, a, um, a part or a type of imposter that you've dealt with um, over your career or life. The second one, working my way down, um, is the expert. So this is a person that says, if I were really smart, I would know everything I need to know to do this. That is hindering you because then you don't leverage a team. Like that's the point of a team. Um, you have all these different um, skill sets that bring the team together in order to achieve um, whatever the initiative or the goal is at hand. Um, but if you deal with that, um, the, being the expert, you could you know, not speak up at a meeting or not participate on a project because you believe that you should know all this information. I'll give you an example. In the quality world, um, I had an employee come to me and say, hey, we need to create this sampling plan. I was like, okay, let's do it. He was like, well, what's the, what's the thing you call it, Tiffany, the AQL, ASQ? And I'm like, oh, oh, we can pull that up. So we pull up the chart and I'm like, I don't remember how to read this chart again. And I was like, um, let's, let's, let's Google and let's go ask, um, we'll call him Chris. Let's go ask Chris because I've heard him talk about it most recently. So maybe he can refresh our memory. Had I not um, thought through that or felt like it was okay to ask for help, Joe and I would have been sitting there the whole time trying to figure this out on our own. And it, it doesn't make me less of a manager, doesn't make me less of an employee. But if we allow ourselves to fester and that it could hinder us from moving forward. The next one that's in the center of our slide is, I believe that true competence is equal to my own unassisted achievement. I must do everything myself. This is where a lot of people burn out. Um, they tend to not lean on other people or ask other people for help. And it's just not a safe place to be both physically and mentally. Um, and so um, this, is, this is the third type of imposter syndrome that we're going to talk about. The fourth off to the right is if I were really competent, I would be able to do it all and do it easily and well. And here again, people, um, no one's a superhuman um, unless you, you know, you're in the Marvel stories, but you you have to learn to, again, this is all about just accepting your imperfections, right? And not um, festering in those imperfections, but not allowing them to stop you from doing things or achieving or asking or advocating for yourself. Um, the great mind. I judge myself on ease and speed. If it were really competent, it would come quickly and easily. And that's not always true. Um, there's, a, there's a thing in, in my, I have two small sons and um, I remember when my oldest um, was progressing in math and he got to the point where it didn't come naturally. It wasn't like he could just sit there and watch the teacher do it and then he could go ahead and do it himself. And he struggled that first semester and he wouldn't ask for help. And once we dug into it, we realized that's what it was. It wasn't coming naturally to him anymore. And we had to talk him through that. like. It's okay. You now you need to work at it. Now you need to take notes. Now you need to study. But you're okay. It's going to be okay. And we need to take that same advice for ourselves as adults. Maybe you breezed through your first couple of roles and this one kind of had you stumped like, wait, I don't know this as quickly as I think I did. So that superhuman or great mind piece sets in and then you start questioning, are you able to do it? And that's quite normal. And you're just at a point now where you have to study or work a little harder to go to the next level. So, so now that I've talked about all these 
imposters and the imposter types. Let's talk about how you overcome them. I'm a big fan of threes. It's an easy way to remember things. Um, I even call things like the TCM top three, which is three T's, I know. So three things, coach, cheerleader, and consultant. Um, and so these are three ways you can overcome imposter syndrome, and we're gonna walk through these. So a coach. So when I say coach, coaches are people who support you, um, ask thought-provoking questions, um, and a coach will, and sometimes for me, can be irritating, and I say that tongue-in-cheek, because I know I need a coach, right? So I go to my executive coach and I'm talking through something, but they only ask me questions. They don't answer them. Like I have to answer the questions myself. But in answering the questions, it's kind of empowering when you leave, like, hmm, I knew all that inside myself. I just needed the right questions to get me there. It's always good to have a coach. I actually have um, a coach now. I actually have several mentors. And so we'll talk about mentors um, and the difference between the two. So mentors are a great asset. They're experienced in the areas that you desire to be in or are in. And I encourage you to have a mentor both inside the company and outside of the company. The outside of the company mentor is going to give you this objective view on whatever is going on. The inside mentor kind of knows the inner workings. They know the org structure. They kind of hearing the same information you're hearing. Um, and so you can kind of relate from that perspective. Mentors are great a great person to have in your corner to help you through some of that imposter syndrome type of thoughts or mindsets. And it's, it don't feel like it needs to be this formal mentor-mentee relationship. Um, I've actually adopted people as mentors and never officially called them a mentor. Um, just when I have a project that I want to run through, I go to them and say, I really respect your knowledge of XYZ. Can I just bounce some ideas off of you? Another way, you know, to think about mentors is don't feel like you need to meet with them every other month. Or in some cases, I've met with a mentor once a year or twice a year. So it doesn't have to be on this regular cadence. It can just be naturally or as needed basis. But mentors really help you build up and, like I said, counter some of those imposter syndrome types of thoughts. Let's talk about cheerleaders. So cheerleaders are your support system. They are your voice of reason. And, and I will say this too, every cheerleader needs a cheerleader. So maybe you're the natural cheerleader for people that you're always the one people are calling to get lifted up. You need some lifting yourself. So make sure you have a cheerleader as well. And you can just say to someone, hey, I need you to cheer for me. I need some, some positive feedback. Um, you know, let, let's, let's talk, let's chat um, through that. And it's really who's in your tribe. And so one thing that I, I love about my cheerleader network is that, you know, in that picture I showed a couple of slides ago where I was the only female, um, I like to say this quote, um, and it's, it's in a Maya Angelou poem, and it's been used uh, several times over since then, is that although I'm the only one in the room, I'm not alone. And so I have this huge support that's rooting for me, that's championing for me, I even tell you like uh, some of my close friends know that I'm speaking today. And so I got texts this morning, you're gonna do great and you're gonna rock it. And though that's what you need from an, I'm not saying that I didn't think I would do well, but it's always good to have that support system behind you. Again, to counter some of those negative thoughts that imposter syndrome can, can give you. And then the third, you said consultant, you thought I was gonna talk about more of you. Nope, 
you're the consultant. You need to consult your past achievements. Don't sell yourself short. You've done great things. You've gotten this far. Don't short the small wins just as much as the big wins. You want to acknowledge them. This helps you. And it also helps you embrace your imperfections. We all have them. No one's perfect, but we're aspiring to be great. And so you want to embrace them, but don't fester over them. The other thing I want to remind you of is I have this planner. Um, it's a passion planner um, is the brand. I'm not sponsoring them, but what they have is a framework for every week that you put your weekly wins. Um, and it forces you to reflect. And so some of those weekly wins can be small, like I drank, you know, 64 ounces of water a day this week, if that was your goal. Or you know what, I walked, or I didn't eat carbs for two days, or um, I finished a paper, or I applied for a job, any of those things, you want to make sure that you acknowledge those and how far you've come. So consult your past, consult the achievements that you've made. If you'd like to hear more about the services we provide, please visit our website at www.moreofyou.com. And remember, that's M-O-O-R-E. Please like, share, and leave a comment. We'd love to hear back from you.